0: Welcome to the Reach Higher podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. So I think it's safe to say that generally, all of us are pretty much after the same four things. As multimillionaire Ty Lopez would say, in some form, we all want health, wealth, love, and happiness. Although how we try to attain them may vary from person to person, those are our universal end goals, and rightfully so. But it seems that the step where we all seem to screw it up is how to achieve those things. Yet again, we all think we know. If I get the money, I get the car, I get the spouse, I travel plenty, and everybody thinks I'm awesome, then life is going to be popping, right? Seriously, who doesn't believe that? That's why, when Americans were asked what the greatest thing that could ever happen to them was, the large majority answered winning the lotto. But check this in a study involving winners of the lottery, they found that nearly 50% of the winners reported that the money had no effect on their levels of happiness. Additionally, there was a 70% chance that those who win will go bankrupt within five years. Case in point, We must have this whole happiness thing all twisted. The purpose of this episode is to look at happiness and personal fulfillment in a way that many of us never have before. We tend to think of being happy or content as a solo journey, things that we're meant to achieve by ourselves and for ourselves. But the research and truths you're going to hear during our time together will completely revolutionize how you go about meeting your own emotional needs. For hundreds of thousands of years, our race, the human race, has lived in tightly knit social groups or tribes. In them, people lived side by side and their survival was immensely connected. While it is without question that those times were dirtier, smellier, and more problematic, they give a hint to something we're missing today. Deep connection. Those hard and codependent times allowed for a level of connection and camaraderie that most of us can't even imagine. Why? Well, because our modern society is the complete opposite. We live in isolation, sinking in the me generation. If we interact, much of the time, it's for the purpose of self-gain. And so our division has led to a lot of unhappiness and depression. But wait, this is not a speech about us getting together and loving one another. While that's an awesome idea, I'm not one for cliche feel-good speeches. Life can be a bitch. And I'm real enough to understand. So if your happiness or level of fulfillment is not a 10, then I suggest you keep listening. Sebastian Junger. A man who wrote a book about this exact topic called Quest spoke about an experience he had while being a journalist in eastern Afghanistan. He was stationed with a small group of American soldiers, and during that time, he saw something life-changing. There were firefights nearly every day, danger and explosions everywhere, very little food, complete isolation from the outside world, sleeping shoulder to shoulder in the dirt, and yet... He found this overwhelming sense of well-being among the soldiers. And to confuse us even further, he reported that the large majority of them said they missed being overseas after returning home. What the hell? So Junger went on to do some epic research on this concept. And he came to the conclusion that in bad situations, people often act better. And these better actions have led to people feeling better about themselves too. Because no matter who you are, people like to see themselves in good light. And this can come from acting well. But what is acting well though? How do we define that? Doing things to benefit those around us? Serving either a greater good or a greater purpose? Ah, now we're on to something. Listen to what I'm about to say. Humans on a mental level have a need for acceptance. Not only acceptance from society, but acceptance from themselves, self-acceptance. Do you have any idea how many cocky, arrogant, or selfish people actually hate themselves? They have no self-love, because deep down, they feel empty, and the way they live their life is not fulfilling them. You see, we weren't built to only be self-focused. Of course, self-focus is important if you want to be someone in the world, but if you only stop there you will forever be missing a key to this puzzle that we call true fulfillment. Don't believe it? Okay, let me hit you with more data then. Studies on our modern society show a link between wealth and psychological disorders, but it's not the link that you might think. In many areas, above a certain income level, as wealth goes up, rates of depression, PTSD, and suicide all go up too. So yes, wealth can guarantee many great things, but surprisingly, psychological health is not one of them. Of course, money doesn't make you sad or else, hell, we're all screwed. But what it does show us is the way of thinking that can come along with wealth can. It pulls us away from our evolutionary roots, connection and societal contribution. That's why when modern societies experience crisis like mass shootings, or a destructive hurricane, we see a return to our evolutionary roots. People banding together, strengthening bonds, helping one another, and seeing beyond differences in order to pursue bigger goals. So the question then becomes, how does this relate to me? Should I go join a tribe in the forest? Should I give up my belongings? Hell no! Are you just telling me to go volunteer once or twice? Well. That would be awesome, but we all know that won't really do much to give you happiness in the long term. What it does say is that if we bring these lessons into our daily life in a very practical way, it can reprogram us to seek what will actually fulfill us and make us happy. Find what you are meant to contribute in the world. It may just be something you're meant to contribute to your family or your kids or spouse or even just the people around you. But I'm a firm believer that we were each given talents and dreams, and if we honor them, they will ultimately become our way of giving back to the world. What is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you love to do? What is that idea that you've had in the back of your head that you wish you could make a reality? Check this out Your gifts are the abilities you were given, your dreams are the roadmap hinting at how to use them your pain is the lens that will put your dream in focus and finally your purpose is how your dream will be molded by your pain to use your gifts for the benefits of others all right all right i know i know i'll say that again you ready your purpose is how your dream will be molded by your pain to use your gifts for the benefits of others This belief is what gives both my life and my struggles great purpose. When I look over my own life, I see this is 100% true. So like I said before, we all have our own gifts, but I've identified my personal gifts. My ability to communicate well, my ability to deeply understand human emotions, and my ability to be passionate about learning. But these are just gifts. And in and of themselves, they really can't do much until I put them into action. My purpose didn't take shape until pain, discouragement, and depression forced me into submission, and I had to make a choice either give up or beat this shit once and for all. A fire sparked in me, and I made it my mission to develop a mastery of human behavior. What drives our emotions? What fuels our habits? What are the actual life strategies that can save us from ourselves? There are winners out there who are making this happen. How is it that they do what they do? And how is it that they're living the lives that we aspire to have? After literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of studying and personal work, I started to apply what I learned. Suddenly, The 20-something who was hopeless and exhausted gained blinding confidence a new identity inner strength and the tools to destroy my depression now i find myself four months away from being a psychologist and for the first time in my life i'm doing what i know i was born to do communicating publicly about human behaviors and emotions with a mastery that was created through my love for learning now I get to give the world what has been forming in me over all these years. And let me tell you, nothing I've ever done has made me feel as fulfilled as what I'm doing right now, what you're experiencing in this podcast. So I say this to say to you, no one man or woman is an island, and trying to be one will steal your happiness. Yes, this life is hard and humans can suck sometimes. But our truest fulfillment and joy comes from this one mission, finding what we have to contribute, empowering it, and then sending it out of ourselves so that our life can be useful. Being useful will not only result in the most happiness, but the most connection, a better world, and most times the most financial gain. If you really want to improve your finances long term, don't get paid for your time get paid for who you are don't trust me on that ask tony robbins who gets paid 1 million dollars a year to be someone's one-on-one life coach so don't knock the hustle but anyway make the leap even if you're only touching a few people we all don't need to change the world ourselves but we all have something to give that's the whole reason we still exist why we've evolved And it's also what a soldier in war can teach you about joy. That, while none of us is a puzzle, we all have a puzzle piece. And the quicker you position yourself into the part of your puzzle, the quicker you'll get everything that life has to offer you, both outwardly and inwardly. So do it. Guys, thank you for listening to the Reach Higher podcast. Stretch out your arm. Let me help you lift it up. And together, we will reach higher. Reaching the bigger smiles, stronger minds, greater successes, and better lives. Thanks, guys. Peace.